Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, November 16th. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Former President Donald Trump announced his third bid for the White House at Mar-a-Lago last night. It definitely was a history-making moment in the sense that never in my lifetime, or any of our lifetimes, for those of you listening to this, have we seen a defeated president attempt to win the presidency again in a non-consecutive second term. Now, we know only one president has been successful at that effort. That was Grover Cleveland. That was back in the 19th century. So what Donald Trump is trying to accomplish here, obviously, is a historic quest for the White House. It's also historic because of Donald Trump's place in history. He was twice impeached. He sought to overturn the results of a legitimate presidential election. And he inspired an insurrection. Here's some of how Donald Trump framed the argument for why he believes the country will elect him to the presidency again, he paints a pretty dark picture of what he envisions the country will be experiencing throughout this next campaign of his. The citizens of our country have not yet realized the full extent and gravity of the pain our nation is going through, and the total effect of the suffering is just starting to take hold. I have no doubt that by 2024, it will sadly be much worse And they will see much more clearly what happened and what is happening to our country. And the voting will be much different. Now, Donald Trump gave a pretty low-key address, stuck to teleprompter for most of the time, and did not sort of do the full litany of his lies and complaints about the 2020 election that we have seen in rally after rally on the campaign trail this year. However, that does not mean that Donald Trump is walking away from this election denialism that was pretty soundly rejected by the voters in critical battleground states across the country in this midterm election. No, Donald Trump actually took some time in his speech to suggest that he would be looking to reform the elections system in America, which, of course, is something that he is presenting because he believes the last election was rigged. Of course, he believes that incorrectly and falsely. To eliminate cheating, I will immediately demand voter ID, same-day voting, and only paper ballots. And I'll get that job done. That's a very personal job for me. I take that very personally. Donald Trump, as you know, is also announcing this bid while sort of under a swirl of investigations, both federal and state investigations, looking into things like his documents case when he brought those classified materials to Mar-a-Lago or looking at his role in the January 6th insurrection or his family business affairs up in New York or the, you know, fake elector scheme or pressuring Georgia elections officials. All of these things are sort of swirling around him as he mounts this new bid for the White House. So 
How is President Trump's announcement landing with Republicans? Well, you might expect someone like Adam Kinzinger, the retiring Republican congressman from Illinois, who has been a firm never-Trumper, might respond to this. But anywhere he goes, he brings fear, he brings division, he brings anger. But to my fellow Republican leaders, listen, if you want to ever look in the mirror without shame, stand up and speak out now. But it's also worth noting that Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, has made it clear he's not going to take sides in this upcoming presidential nominating contest on the Republican side. That's not an unusual position for him. But again, Donald Trump is not a usual candidate and their relationship is, of course, non-existent. The way I'm going to go into this presidential primary season is to stay out of it. I don't have uh, a dog in that fight. I think it's going to be a highly contested uh, nomination fight with other candidates entering. Lindsey Graham still seems to be in the Trump camp. He tweeted, if President Trump continues this tone and delivers this message on a consistent basis, he will be hard to beat. Kevin McCarthy told my colleague up on Capitol Hill that he thought Trump, quote, gave a great speech, but he wouldn't answer a question about whether or not he was supporting Donald Trump. Of course, Kevin McCarthy needs Donald Trump's support right now to amass those 218 votes he'll need on the floor in January to become Speaker of the House. Yesterday, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor and maybe soon-to-be presidential rival in the Republican primary against Donald Trump, was asked about Trump in advance of the speech. And DeSantis, you know, said that he was going to point to the scoreboard, meaning his very successful re-election victory last Tuesday in Florida. But when asked again today for reaction to the speech, DeSantis just said, basically, it's way too early, folks. We just finished this election, okay? People just need to chill out a little bit on some of this stuff. I mean, seriously, we just ran an election. Mike Pence, the former vice president to President Donald Trump, is on his book tour. He'll be on CNN tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern in a town hall moderated by Jake Tapper. But in his book tour rollout, he was on Fox News this morning, and he once again asserted his belief that there will be better choices than Donald J. Trump in 2024. But it's a free country. The president's entitled to announce his intentions uh, whenever he desires. But uh, I honestly believe uh, that uh, we'll have better choices come 2024. I think there's a genuine desire for leadership that could unite the country around our highest ideals. Of course, it's no mystery. Mike Pence hopes to be one of the better choices presented to the American people as he is poised to enter a presidential contest. It's not only his potential Republican rivals that are sizing up how to deal with Donald Trump, now an announced candidate. It's also on the Democratic side. The White House was prepared for this announcement and did not think just letting it lie was the right approach. So the social media team at the White House started immediately putting out contrast videos between Biden and Trump. They think that contrast worked remarkably well for them and the Democrats in this midterm election season, and they're not letting up. Their entire economic plan, tax cuts for the rich and corporations. And record-breaking unemployment. Do you believe in punishment for abortion, yes or no? There has to be some form of punishment. For the woman? Yeah, there has to be some form. And if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons. Now, Trump enters this presidential race as the ramifications of the midterm election are still being felt. 
Republican leadership election in the United States Senate today. Mitch McConnell received the majority votes in his conference to remain Republican leader, even though he faced his first leader challenge in 15 years as leader of the Republican conference in the Senate, Florida Senator Rick Scott, the man who was chairman of the campaign committee for the Republicans, who just delivered a totally lackluster performance by not winning a single Democratic seat yet. Perhaps we'll see if that record changes with the runoff on December 6th in Georgia. Mitch McConnell clearly had the support of his colleagues and has been elected as Republican leader yet again. So what does Mitch McConnell, the newly reelected Republican leader in the Senate, think about these midterm campaigns and, and lessons to be learned here? Listen to how he assessed why Republicans performed poorly at the polls. We underperformed among independents and moderates because their impression of many of the people in our party and leadership roles is that they're involved in chaos, negativity, uh, excessive uh, tax. Candidate quality, recall I said in August, is important. And in most of our states, we've met that test. In a few of them, we did not. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please take a moment to rate and review us and share it with a friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.